0: us today and I cannot even begin to tell you how ridiculously stoked I am to introduce you to today's guest who also happens to be my brother the reason my husband Ransom and I are married and an incredible artist already making amazing waves across the America America the United States and soon around the world Doffree What superhero do you relate to most? I'm so curious, why? Each of us has our own innate nuclear power. It's God given. And yet we're all out here wondering, searching, forgetting, and suppressing. I know I was. It's okay, no judgments here. But I am gonna get real. As a life and career coach, it's kind of my job. And you chose the show, so no one is forcing you. But the force is real. And the question I really wanna ask is, what's your superpower? I'm Sharon Davenport. I've been called a real life Wonder Woman. This show is designed to activate you alongside other superheroes. It's time that you arise, put your cape on and fly. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us today. And I cannot even begin to tell you how ridiculously stoked I am to introduce you to today's guest, who also happens to be my brother, the reason my husband, Ransom, and I are married, and an incredible artist already making amazing waves across the America, America the United States, and soon around the world, Doffery. Among his many accolades, Doffrey has been published in multiple magazines such as Blood Horse, Kentucky, Black Crown and Culture, and more. His work has been exhibited in museums and galleries throughout the Southeast, including Behind the Roses at the Lyric Theater and Cultural Arts Center, and Roots 101 African American Museum, as well as Here We Still Stand, Purdue University Cultural Center. And a fun new announcement, he will also be a featured artist in the Breeders' Cup. Follow him for more on all of this awesomeness that he's creating and doing in the world. And I am beyond proud to introduce you to my brother. And I might be a little biased here, but um, his his art is is going to be around the world soon. And he is definitely world-class. So welcome, Doffrey.
1: Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Good to see everybody.
0: Well, they're listening too. say hello to our listeners. Hello to our, our people watching the video.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> Love it. So this is definitely a piece of one of his pieces that you're seeing here behind me. And those of you that are able to watch, um, but he has so many more. As you can see, you can follow him at um, you can actually check out some of his work at dafreestudios.com. And yeah, so um, I know I kind of roped you into coming on the show with me today, uh, but I love you. I'm so appreciate you doing this. and so we're just gonna dive right in. One of the one of the first questions I ask all of my guests is, who is your super, your favorite superhero and and why?
1: You know, I thought long and hard about that. I, I would say by far probably is Nightcrawler from the X-Men.
0: Ooh.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, I think he's misunderstood. Um, he had a rough start to life just because, you know, he's blue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks, you know, he looks kind of scary. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but he was a man of God. Um, yeah. But... You know, his powers are also pretty cool as well. And he was kind of like a um, a pillar in the X-Men as far as, you know, confidant. You know, when somebody needed, you know, somebody to talk to, he's there. Um, mm. But he was also a, a pretty dope, you know, essential superhero in my book. Who doesn't want to be able to teleport?
0: Right. So cool. I love it. And, you know, just you speaking of him, uh, since I I have had the honor and the privilege of knowing you for so long, um, it's it's like I, I can see the similar characteristics between you. And it's so fun to see how, when I ask people that question, to see who they they come up with. And so, but so kind of along that same vein, you know, the next question I have for you is, you know, what would you say is your superpower and how do you use it in your day-to-day?
1: I think it's my, I think it's my artwork. I think it's even, even, past that, you know, just being an artist in general. Um, you know, really quick backstory of who I am. you know I went to school for theater, I was a musician, uh, I sing. Uh, I was a professional dancer for some years and now I'm doing visual arts. So it took me a while to get here, but I'm realizing that you know just being an artist in general um, is probably a pretty awesome superpower. I would say,
0: you know, not only is it an an incredible superpower, but you're bringing so much light and so much education and so much substance from your art, too. And again, I might be a little biased, but uh, it's it's true. I love and that is, I believe. And you're just you are a true artist, which is is an awesome gift. So I'd love for you now to share with our friends that are listening and watching, you know what what is your your mission statement and then the story behind that. You're an amazing storyteller, so um, share with us, please, your mission statement.
1: Yeah, so you know, I, I let people know, and I'm I'm very adamant about this. I let people know that I'm a storyteller first and an artist second. So all those things I just told you about, all those you know, past artist um, careers that I've had. Um, I was telling stories, not necessarily with my voice, you know, but with different, you know, different, different veins, but I was telling stories. And so that's bled over into the artwork. Um, I would say my mission statement is, you know, I'm very purposeful on bringing healing to people who have been through some major, major things. Uh, People that have been through things that are just this big, but they've affected them in major ways. you know, art has a wonderful way of creating a safe place for people mm-hmm. um, who don't want to talk to somebody who uh, doesn't necessarily even know that something is going on, but then all of a sudden they have some type of a, a, a you know a revelation or some type of a physical reaction uh, when they see this artwork. Uh, I've witnessed it in, in, you know, just being at my art gallery. and. Um, it's nothing but God, it's nothing but the Lord, you know, I can't take any credit for it. And so I'm just trying to, you know, be obedient and just do what he's asking me to do. So, you know, definitely the mission statement is trying to create a space uh, for people to uh, uh, find healing, find joy, find happiness, and uh, yeah, just a safe place.
0: I love that. I love that. And and so many people need that. It, it can be an opportunity for self-care too, right? And yeah. to, to by having that outlet, to have that, you journaling is fantastic, but being able to step into that piece of enjoying art or actually uh, spending time creating can be a safe place. And you, I love how you're facilitating that on such an, a powerful level with your art. And I've been able to work shows with you and see how you interact with every single person that comes in your presence and how that you you know give them that that attention and that uh, that time and I know that everybody who who connects with you everybody has honor of meeting you is is walking away a better person for that so uh, you know I love that now and so as a creative you know people always want to know what's your process? What's the story behind your creations? That is,
1: Um, my brain is always going, even when I'm standing still, even when I'm being quiet. You know, you can attest to this. You know, I'm not, (laughs) you know, big on words. Um, I'm kind of a behind the scenes kind of guy until I have to be up in the forefront. But I, I, my first part of my process is just watching. Um, I'm taking in a lot of different people's stories. You know, just through regular conversation and just talking with people. Um, that typically leads to um, a photography element. You know, so I'm a mixed media collage artist. That's one of the mediums in the art that I do, um, and that's one of my major mediums, which is my mixed media collage portraits. Um, and so that starts with a photography element. A lot of collage artists like to cut things out of magazines. I primarily do not. Um, mine starts a little bit more organic in the sense of. I want people to be represented in whatever community I'm in. So, you know, black, white, Latino, everything in between, I shoot people from all over. I could be having a random conversation with you, Sharon, and I say, "Um, I don't know what it is right now, but I just need to take a picture of your eye. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea idea what I'm gonna do with that You know, picture. It could sit in my archives for six months, and then all of Mm -hmm. a sudden I have this idea for this piece, and that was the perfect, uh eyeball that i needed right right <laughs> uh, but, but you know for that piece so but what brings the vivid colors to life is you know i use i love using primary colors um, mm-hmm. i also um you know as far as my paints uh go i love using gold leafing um i'm a texture person so you know who i love gold as you can <laughs> as you can see um what
0: my yellow for you today yeah
1: thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, more so than anything else, fabric is a must. Uh, I love floral prints, uh, Victorian prints, uh, plaid prints. Anything that has a tooth, anything that has a texture to it, um, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to slap that on a canvas, um, and typically that ends up showing in their outfits or their hats or whatever it is that um, the the subject is wearing. Yeah
0: so good so good and and like Guys, when he says slap that on a canvas, he says it so loosely, right? Because as, when you go check out his work, and as you see from the piece that we're exhibiting here today, and for those of you that are listening, when you check out his work, it is absolutely incredible. First time that I saw any of his creations, I was like, where was that gift? Like, holy cow, uh, where did that come from? Because I'd known him as the, the dancer and the, the theater guy and stuff, but, but then it, this came out, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that here shortly, but, uh, but I'm just curious as we're we're talking about that too, you know, do you have a favorite piece that you, or creation so far that you've created? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I would say the one that we actually have up right now is, is in my top three. Um, you know that's that's like you know almost asking somebody what you, you know what's your favorite movie. It almost depends on the genre, you know, because I, I tell a lot of different stories about a lot of different things. Um, but composition-wise, um, this is probably one of my favorites um, because I don't always do like full spread collages to where you know I'm going from surface to surface just covering it. Um, but you know this is a one uh, this is a story. This piece is called "It's Time for Cobbler." Mm. Um, I actually don't like cobbler at all. Okay, <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm one of those weird people that don't want cooked fruit. All right, mm. um, but there's a lot of people that do. Um, but what I love about this piece is They're this is a piece good. about this right. is about um, this is about women of service. Um, mm. Part of my artist statement, part of my my storytelling, comes from the standpoint I love to bring to the forefront the people that were in the back um and those are um you know service workers those are you know this lady kind of reminds me of the ladies growing up in church who were like on the culinary committee you know and so while the sermon is going on you know somebody is preparing the food downstairs to feed everybody and just the sacrifice you know because i'm sure they wanted to get dressed up and look nice and go to church and sit in the pew they they were down at cooking Um, But they knew what their ministry was and they knew that they had a gift using their hands and making people just smile with the delicious food that they could smell all service long and had a hard time focusing on the sermon. I love it. I
0: love it.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, but this is a one, you know, I I love this piece because it's about um, a woman who understands her role. Um, and if you could really see the piece, you know, there's a lot of details. But one of my favorite parts about this piece is, which I add to my storytelling. Is there a way for us to pull it up, or no?
0: The piece, um, mm-hmm. not really right now, but okay.
1: people can but check yeah, it, but out. They, there it goes, out. There we is. go. There we go. Yeah, but if, if, you they, if the they, version, it. yeah, <laughs> but you know, I put a lot of focus on that bowl, you know, of flowers and blackberries. And if you look at her hands. Um, you can tell that she needs actually a fill-in. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a while since her nails have been done. And the in the model that I shot for this when I was uh, shooting her, she was like, ooh, don't, don't get my hands because I need a fill-in. I said, that's what makes it beautiful because I wow. love catching things in the organic form. And so what ended up happening was that became a focal point of the piece because this is a woman in this painting who loves to look nice, likes the finer things, however, When she is called, when she feels that the Lord is placed on her heart to go serve someone, she puts herself second. Um, And that's become the focus of that piece. So this is why this is one of my favorite.
0: Well, I love it. I love it, too. Of course, I have another favorite that you know, and it's Mm -hmm. sold. So (laughs) that was one of the first ones that sold. uh, And it was incredible. That was with your um, that that you would
1: the hidden flowers.
0: Yes, the hidden flowers. But people can check that. They can get the print of it still. But you guys, that's my favorite. When you go to dofferystudios.com and you check it out, the hidden flowers. You've got to check that. That's that's Sharon's favorite and he knows that. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so I love I love so much of your heart that goes in. And then then also how you do the work to find the history behind the pieces as well. The, the, and that's one reason why you've been sought out by different organizations because you actually have done the research behind it. You've actually uh you actually know so much about that that your your art is truly in and of itself telling a story, just like this piece right here. And then um, so several of the other pieces that you have have created too. And I personally love hearing the stories that you have behind them. So anybody when you meet when you meet Dofrey, uh, then you know be be prepared for a story with um, behind his creation, his work. So um, so I'm curious, you know, you've kind of hit on it a little bit, I feel like, but um, who would you say, who or what is your greatest inspiration for your work?
1: Hmm, My greatest inspiration. Yeah, we kind of touched on it a little bit. It's the, um, you know, underrepresented um, people that I'm not just necessarily coming from a, you know, a color standpoint. I'm talking about people that are behind the scenes, um, not because they're shy. They're just focused on doing the work. Um, They could really care less what film crew is around. They could really Mm -hmm. care less about, you know, people wanting to know about what it is they do because they've been called to do something and they're very focused. Um, So, but I believe that everybody has their role. And so that's why you need people, you know, like myself as a storyteller or others to bring these, you know, and help tell these people's stories because sometimes they miss the value in what it is that they're doing. Um, You know, I mean, you can know someone for, for years, but and they know themselves, but you see a different side of them that they might not necessarily see. And it could be something just so beautiful. Um, and I'm a Kentuckian. I'm a Kentucky boy. I'm from Lexington. I live out uh, in Versailles now, you know, on a farm. And, you know, people that looked like me, you know, came from these areas and I never got to grow up around that. And so, you know, farmland and I'm a big animal lover, you know. So nature is a very big part of what it is that I do. Um, Even if it's if it's an elegant portrait, I still have some type of a nature reference, whether it's the floral patterns, uh, you know, in the fabrics and things like that. So um, I definitely uh, uh, pull a lot of inspiration from um, nature, uh, Bible verses as well. those tell a story all in themselves. And so sometimes one Bible verse can, you know, can take over a whole entire piece. Um, so that was probably some of my main ones.
0: I love it. Uh, and so true. And I was, I I knew, but I definitely want our listeners to hear kind of part of uh, the reason behind your, the why behind what you're doing as well. So just curious too, if you wouldn't mind sharing with those of us listening, you know, what are you currently working on? What can we expect to see or uh, hear about in the world coming up here soon?
1: Well, um, I'm very, very excited. And I don't say that often mm-hmm. um, as, as as Sharon will, will attest, but mm-hmm. um, I'm pushing myself. You know, I think it's very important as an artist or whatever it is your occupation is. You want to push yourself to be the best that you can, yeah. and I constantly, you know, um, push myself to be a better artist. And so, part of that is trying new things. So I just found that that I love staining wood. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm working on some new pieces. I've officially these. I'm working on about three pieces right now. I have some up and coming shows. And um, I wanted to change my process a little bit. I wanted my work to be cleaner than what it was. Um, You know, I'm still satisfied with it, but, you know, if it's your work, you know that there's always something that you can do better, right? Um, And so now I'm working primarily on wood panels. Uh, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, hard surfaces so I can really get in there and do some beautiful shading with my fingers. I'll use my fingers. of the best paintbrushes in the world.
0: Right. Um,
1: yeah, so I'm using a lot of different new techniques that um, I've been wanting to try for so long, and it's just been like a playground. It's been really, really fun. It's been very tiring because it's long hours. Um, But yeah, I'm just gearing up. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm working on about three uh, pieces right now for some up and coming shows, yeah.
0: Awesome. I cannot wait. I personally can't wait to see because every time you're like, hey, look at this. Sometimes I get to see in the process, the creative process. Sometimes it's afterwards when you show me and you say, what do you think about this? I I love it. Like sometimes having having a little bit of a say, although you ultimately, of course, are the the creator. So um, I love that. Uh, So I'm, I'm curious too, with, with you've created a lot of different work over the years and you've just really begun, but have you ever had a piece uh, uh, that you really didn't just want to like, you didn't want to part with?
1: Oh, yes. That was probably <laughs> um, my last, um, the last piece that I just sold about two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it tore me up <laughs> because You know, the way that my original pieces work is, uh, you know, at at this moment, I'm not represented by a gallery or anything like that. So I'm selling it out of my own gallery. And, you know, they're there for the world to see. Um, I love, you know, where I work and I have this beautiful 40-foot wall and just full of my original paintings. And so at any given moment, you know, somebody comes in and says, hey, can you tell me about this piece? And then I tell them about it. And next day I know they're like, "We'll take it. And I'm just like, but, but <laughs> I haven't, I haven't packed his bags yet, oh, <laughs> and, yeah. And I just, you know? And so like, it's weird because you really don't have a lot of time to do whatever you felt like you needed to do with that piece or say goodbye or, or whatever. Because I know as the creator of these pieces, you know, the moments where I cried, the moments where I was frustrated, the moments where I wanted to give up, the moments of discovery, you know, those are things that the average person doesn't really get to experience all the time. So, you know, these pieces kind of become like family. So you just kind of just politely ask them, um, you know, where is this piece going? <laughs> <And> you're hoping, <laughs> you're hoping, you're hoping it's somewhere local. Uh, but sad to say, you know, this one is going to uh, went to Columbus, Ohio. So, right. um, I'll just have to go visit there
0: day. we go there we go <laughs> and and it's fun because i've seen some i've seen that your original work sometimes is different than than like the prince there's some the differences that happen and and so even though you still have the prince the original is your baby and so i can see how that would be hard to to let that go but um, and also and,
1: and i'm sorry to interrupt and also for the community like you know, it's, it, it warms me that, you know, like when customers come in and they've seen that a piece is gone, and oh, oh I, I would always come in on my days off and just look at that piece, you know, right. because, you know where I'm at until they sell. It's like a museum, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a, a place to come and just find that comfort. And so it's kind of hard, you know, uh, but it forces you to put out new work, right? Right. Yeah, you can't you can't say stagnant. You know, I'm I'm thankful and and blessed that you know that these pieces are moving. But that just means you need to create new stories for people.
0: Mm, Speaking of stories, what would you like to tell us about Willow Moss Woods?
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what what we're doing? (laughs) go. So, you know, up until this point, we've been talking about, you know, my mixed media collage work, but, you know, I also said that I have some other disciplines that I do. Um, So as a storyteller, I created a story um, about these wonderful little gentlemen uh, that come from this wood, uh, this forest uh, called Mm -hmm. Willow Moss Wood, and they are my gnomes. They are my little gentlemen. The brand is called Gnomes in the Home. Um, September, this month, is actually our year anniversary of um, the gnomes in the home uh, i started these last september i wanted to have a gift for people to bring storytelling back into um, their homes and also have a product to go with it uh, a little plush uh wonderful little bottle of joy in this little five foot uh, five inch uh little gnome gentleman and um Willow Moss Wood is is a wonderful uh, forest here in Kentucky that I made up because I wanted people to be able to you know have a place to escape to. I do a lot of hiking. I do a lot of nature walks and things like that. And so that's where a lot of the inspiration came from. Um, and there's a lot of stories that are coming out of Willow Moss Wood. So they're also on the website as well. I would love for you guys to go check that out. I'm excited to say they're starting to go into retail shops all over the country right now. Um, And it's blowing my mind that people are really resonating with the story, not just a gnome. Um, They're not just gnomes, hand-sewn gnomes. They are friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I love how when you get to meet several of the gnomes at once, they choose you. You don't choose them right
1: <laughs> yeah and it becomes a, and it becomes an adoption process so you know creating this experience with the gnomes uh, i sell them in in, in my store and I also sell them online as well and do wholesale accounts um but even the boxes that they come in are all hand stamped um yeah. i love mixing vintage with something contemporary and kind of bringing it together because you know nostalgia can be a beautiful thing and i remember you know growing up and you know, these are, I have Christmas. I have a Christmas collection, and I also have a year-round collection for these gentlemen. And there's a story that comes in a, uh, each one of the boxes, um, and each collection has four different types of gnomes in them. So um, it was very curated. I took my time, but it was something that I quickly in my head had to learn to commit or leave it alone. Um, <laughs> right. But but you know, Sharon will attest. You know, also ransom. You know, my brother like. You know, I had a wonderful childhood with cartoons and things like that. The problem was for me, even though I fell in love with these cartoons, I did not see a lot of things that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where where these gnomes started. So the little black and brown gnomes, and they're super cute. They got, they got a lot of <laughs> swag. They're, they're, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> they and are. They're finding their way into homes, you know, from here, I think I had a customer, um not too long ago tell me that this gnome lives in Jamaica one of them is mm-hmm. in Paris you know uh, so they're making their ways you know <clears throat> the where road. they're supposed you know yeah where they're supposed to go but they're Kentucky boys they they come yes. from Kentucky so
0: <laughs> from the Willa Moss wood in Kentucky for That's sure
1: right. you guys right. you,
0: got, you got to check out his website and look at the, these little guys and um, hear their story. And I tr- trust me you will fall in love. And you will uh they're great gifts, but they're great to have just living in your home. We have some, you know, I, I should have grabbed and uh one so I could show it here. But um uh, anyway, we'll we'll do that next time as we because I mean I know that we'll we'll come back and talk again. But okay, so so last question here as we're starting to round things up, and you know, this is a very serious question. How much do you love me, your sister? <laughs> oh i love it oh well
1: oh
0: i love you too and um This is, guys, you know what, where we say he's getting known across America, he's, he's truly worldwide. And yes, I may be a little biased, but it's once you look at his art and you see you, I know you'll also agree. So, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us, Dofri. Thank you so much. Those of you that are watching and listening for joining us today. And, um, it's so funny, like you guys, this little fun side note here. Um, He's actually in another room of the house right now where I'm at. I, I was going to try to pop over there and like wave at you guys from that, <laughs> but we set him up so he could do this. Like I said, I kind of roped him into this. So thank you again so much for being here with us today. You can check out his stuff again at dafreestudios.com and show him some love by ordering something today. You won't be sorry. Um, again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back our next amazing modern day superhero in about two weeks until then. And as always use your superpower to change someone's life for the better today.